This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy Wednesday, one and all. Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. And we have a jam-packed show for you today. Brad Spielberger from PFF with his favorite Week 14 NFL plays. At 11 o'clock Eastern time, Isaac Trotter gives us his college basketball futures to seize. And then at 11.20, Kelly Ford shares how to bet on the college football playoff, even if he's still livid over who made the field. But first, we got to get to the NBA in-season tournament. Two games last night, one a blowout, one an absolute nail-biter, but both exciting in their own special ways. Milwaukee knocks off New York 146-122, to and then the Lake Show takes care of the Suns in a nail-biter 106-103. to And so that means we've got the Pacers and Bucks tomorrow with the Pacers as three-and-a-half-point dogs, and then the Pelicans at Lakers with Los Angeles as two-point favorites. Joe, your biggest takeaways from last night. Anybody willing to bet over 254-and-a-half? Anybody willing to do that? That's tomorrow, Milwaukee, Indiana. I mean, that is an obscene number. (laughs) Right? (laughs) How can you? How can you? Out of principle, Joe, I can't do it. Yeah. No, as far as last night, um, the Knicks hung around four and a half, and you know, I mean, the Bucks shot sixty percent. They they made what? How many more threes? Uh, Sixteen more threes, and that ended up being your difference in the game, along with having one of the best players in the world. Uh, and, and then in the the later game, it was really the Lakers dominating the the offensive boards. Just what wasn't a big surprise, but turnovers and the Suns turnovers I mean sometimes people point to the Lakers side and say that that team's pretty thin but that changed a lot last year uh after that deadline and we saw it again with Reeves pouring in 20 coming off the bench last night and uh yeah the Suns are are darn good and this is no big takeaway big picture takeaway at all because we know what it is but man um that's a team you wonder if they're going to be able to help themselves on deadline because they 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 need some depth uh, to that roster a little bit. Yeah, it seems like things are coming along for the Suns, but they're going a lot better for the Lakers. I wasn't sure what we were going to get from the Lakers, but I think there's still value on them, and I'm excited for uh, some of our guests on the show today and talking more about this because I think there might be some value Maybe I'll get to it in lightning bets for the MVP of the in-season event. I've been looking at that. That is a tease Mm. if ever I've heard one. By the way, (laughs) uh, if you guys are watching, if you guys are watching, uh, my fine feathered friend Aaron Hawksworth here is wearing a Supersonics jacket, uh, which is absolutely fantastic on, on so many levels. And 
In, in terms of throwbacks, I know we've talked about this before, but I think the Sonics have uh, some of the best swag among now defunct teams or teams that have moved to other markets, uh, things like that. And it's something where when I was in Seattle several months ago, I really wanted to buy a bunch of Sonic gear. I didn't because, you know, Seattle's an expensive city and the pocketbook uh, hit. So I'm a little jealous <laughs> right now of the entire. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm I'm jealous that uh, the team moved and we never got a team back. I'm still waiting for that. That's Adam crazy. Silver. Bring back yeah. the Sonics. This is it's, this has gone on too long. Is is Seattle as bad as California price wise? In some ways, it might be worse. Just because really? they're kind of tucked away. In some ways, Man. like at least for me in Los Angeles, like I found ways to to make things much more affordable. But in Seattle, I find that way tougher to do. Like there aren't too many places to hide in terms of things that can have hashtag value in terms of where to live, what to do, things like that. Wow. It's crazy how Seattle changed. When I was like five, we moved there from Vancouver and it didn't seem like that big of a deal, but then comes Microsoft and Amazon and all That's these it. big companies and everyone started moving there and the prices just got out of control. See, you think about that. I see when I think about Seattle, I think about Steven slapping on Reed on the real world, on the pier. <laughs> oh my God. How got to go back and watch that. Oh, old school. I, it, it's funny, Joe, that like when we talk about like markets and where to live and things like that, like I remember a time when Midland, Texas was super duper expensive to live in because of the oil industry. You know, pretty mm. much everyone who lived there was making a ton of money. It's not a city you think of in terms of, wow, it's bustling. There are a million things to do here. Instead, everybody is making bank. And so if you come in uh, and say you are in the service industry or in the journalism industry, whatever it is, and you're not making as much as everyone else, then you're going to struggle. And I think with Seattle, there's a similar dynamic because of all these big companies out there where a lot of people are making a bunch of money. And so basically landlords and, you know, how homes, things like that, prices are through the roof. Whereas in, say, a Los Angeles, you have a ton of people who aren't working for massive companies and making a ton of money. And to yeah. me, that's how these things balance out. Okay, I got you. Um, yeah. As far as that under, like, do you love it? Is, or is it just <laughs> out of principle, the number's too crazy, you got to bet the yeah. under in, in the first semifinal? I think so. I, I think it's just nuts. At this point, yeah. like... I mean, even the, the Pacers-Celtics game, like, you know, going back to yesterday, like, I took the under in that one because I felt like that Boston could at least slow the game down. Like, I get the Pacers struggle defensively, but they had some good plays down the stretch there. I think they're capable of that. Sometimes how a team plays in the first three quarters may not be how they perform in closing time. That's fine. Uh, but... I do wonder, though, when we're talking about Milwaukee, yeah, I know the defense has struggled a good bit, but is it something where they can piece enough together? Or maybe if they take things a little bit more seriously in those hustle stats we talk about all the time, maybe that's going to create a different dynamic for this game where it can go under. Yeah. Also, like if it is a semifinal game, you would think there might be some more defense <laughs> well, i don't know last night you thought quarterfinals that you would have seen that but uh I know. but who knows it's been so crazy Gosh. um yeah it's 
And a lot of, a lot of people, we talked about it and I know there are a lot of people in the industry that has it. And Paul has a ticket. He was big on the Pacers. It's like they're four point dogs. So that's going to be tough uh, to hedge unless you do have an in-game situation, if you want to hedge at all. But it's, you know, and there's still people saying that, oh, I don't know if there's going to be any crowds there. That is so stupid. Like that's just, right. I, I, I would bet against that, that idea that, oh, it's going to be a half empty stadium. First off, you, you have a city where they're pining for the NBA. It's, it's on a Thursday. You don't have to sell people too hard to go make a four day weekend out of Las Vegas, whether your team makes it to that championship on Saturday or not. And we get to hang around for Sunday NFL as well. Oh, Hey, maybe we'll stay for the two games on Monday. So I, I think the ticket sales are going to be fine. And just to see some of these national guys that say, Oh, well, who wants to see Milwaukee? Oh, I don't know. I'd like to go see Giannis play a game. <laughs> Plus all the people that go to Vegas for work conferences, they're always looking for things yes. to do at night. Like, I don't think this is going to be a problem at all. And it's going to be no. a fun game. Like it's it should awesome. be at least like to be a ton look, of points. Look at the total. Look at right. the total. <laughs> yeah yeah so it tells you everything you need to know i have not hedged well i did but i hedged <laughs> by tailing our guy rick camp well yes but not in the way you think our guy okay. rick camp yeah. talking about the pelicans yesterday so in the middle of the lakers game i was like ah you know what the pelicans are with a little bit of a boost uh plus five to one a little bit better than five to one so put because i want to be Ideally, look, they're both dogs in their games. But if you get to a Pacers-Pelicans final, then I'm good. Uh, I don't have to worry about hedging yeah. again. Uh, I could sprinkle a little bit either way. I would guess the Pelicans would be a slight favorite in that spot. But, no, I'm rolling with it. Like, take down the Bucks, Take down the Celtics. Us against the world for a day. Us is Indiana. But they can outscore them. You know, they can. They And they, they can run up and down the floor with them. I, I'm looking for them to win a shootout. I guess the Pacers' case points towards the over, probably. But that's what I'm hoping for. Most likely. That yeah. It's interesting also, like, if you wanted to jump in on the Pacers, it really doesn't matter to – like, if the Pacers win it, Halliburton is probably going to be the MVP. I was looking Hold at these too. numbers, but it's almost the same. Yeah. Plus 450 for Halliburton MVP versus, like, plus 440 for the Pacers to win it all. So not a huge discrepancy there. I was I was hoping you could find something, but it's pretty mm-hmm. – But on the West yeah, side, little... if one of those right. teams wins it, you could – it could go a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not LeBron. Absolutely. It probably is, but AD was awesome again last night, too. Mm-hmm. And like, then, is it definitely? You know, eight to one I'm, at BetMGM. But that is tough. Like, do you think LeBron – it seems like everyone just loves giving LeBron awards. It's probably going to well, be him, right? The fact that, <laughs> you know – I think the the national punditry has been fawning over his performance from last night. I don't know how that, you know, gets lost in the shuffle, regardless of how the other performances go out. I mean, what was it? 31 points, 11 assists, eight rebounds in 40 minutes of work. A lot of that effort happening in the fourth quarter, which we, which we expect from James, right? Like that's, that's kind of yeah. how he plays is that first three quarters kind of paces himself a good bit, but in the fourth quarter, that's LeBron James time. And the fact that he's about to turn 39 years of age 
How is this not a hashtag narrative where if we're trying to turn this in-season tournament into an historical moment for the NBA, how does LeBron James not kind of lead the way in terms of spearheading what is a history-making event for the association? Yeah, yeah, it probably is. But AD was a rebound shy of a triple-double last night, and he had 15 assists and 27 points. Like, <laughs> and, right. and what if over the next two games, if they win it, he's better than LeBron statistically. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe people end up yeah. leaning that way or, you know, or maybe people say LeBron, you're soft on the court. Like I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was so entertaining the other day. Right? I, know I want that again. <laughs> Some, well, yeah, some way, somehow. LeBron plus 430, whereas the Lakers plus 230 to win it all. So if you think LeBron, for MVP. Yeah, it's the most like that, that more. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because there may be a little bit of wiggle room where even if AD plays just a little bit better, maybe LeBron James has the better story and he gets the votes. And, and this is something that happens enough in the NBA where it's not necessarily the one putting up the best stats. It's the one who maybe has the biggest impact, quote unquote, whatever that means. And certainly that's arguable. Mm-hmm. But He's almost 39 years of age and still doing these things. How can you not be impressed? Shall Mm -hmm. we move on now to uh, the Jets quarterback soap opera? Because when we last left uh, the the wonderful folks in Gang Green, we saw that uh, Zach Wilson, eh, no thanks. Eh, I don't think I want to play. I'm good. And, of course, reports are coming out that Aaron Rodgers is like, "Uh, hey, guys, no, he wants to play. Come on. You people in the national media, you just don't get it. So that's fun. Uh, But in the meantime, in terms of actual things we can point to, uh, Tim Boyle, who had started games for the Jets, uh, he's no longer with the organization. But they do sign Brett Rippon, who had been starting games for the Rams earlier this year. How can you not just be entertained by all of this, Joe? So it was it was one start and then McVay's like, get the hell out of here, right? Remind me with the Rippon thing. So he's like, I can't. Well, he also I started ju- years I just can't. a couple seasons ago. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, before they he, went to he, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> you'd seen enough. I I don't know. Look, I mean, in about five ten minutes, we're going to do our power rankings and the most bettable backups. And when I got to the Jets, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what who the quarterback is. So how do I power rank them anywhere near my top five? I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, there was a lot of backtracking yesterday, but as they backtracked, they're like, yeah, that Boyle idea was stupid too. It's like they they really, this is how much they don't want to go to Zach Wilson. Like, Boyle, let's bring in Rippin. Like, they're just bringing in anybody who's willing to play. So, I mean, what is it going to be? Does, does it just mean Simeon or what? They're just waiting on Zach Wilson. Like, you give us the go and you're in kind of a thing, even though they declared pretty much that he was out for the rest of the year. Like, I don't know what's happening. After Rippin, it would be fun if you could bet on who the Jets' uh, next backup quarterback, who will be it next? Like, who else can we call? Because this didn't work next. I mean, it's funny. They're they're just calling up all these guys and – it's this is just a team I want to fade, especially against the Texans. I'm not interested. I don't think the Jets, I'm spoiling it, are going to make my list. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Texans backer Aaron Hawksworth does not like the Jets in this game. Not a fun no. 
It's not a fun list at all. No. <laughs> I, I think we had more fun doing other power rankings earlier this year. But, hey, that's a tease for you. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Joe said it, our NFL power rankings, the most bettable backups. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in about 20 minutes, uh, we will go off the board where one of us here on BetQL Daily may be engaging in some really bad decision-making. We will explain what that means. But first, it is time for this week's Power Rankings. And as you heard from Joe Buck earlier, Jake Browning for the Cincinnati Bengals, actually led his team to a victory. And so can Browning make our top five most bettable backup quarterbacks list? Joe, how about you kick things off? Yeah, I think we have maybe 12, maybe 13. It, it depends where we want to go on this list uh, mm-hmm. of backup quarterbacks. And we're waiting on news with some of it. Some of it's uh, starting to trickle out finally. Now, this doesn't mean that we actually have to spend our hard-earned money on these players, do we? I mean, because we're going five deep here. (laughs) It does. All right. I'm going to – Spots to hit. Like, I don't know if I'd do it for all five, but I think there are a couple places where I go, I I could do this. I'd be Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Once we get to the top three, I'm like, okay, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Four and five, bit of a stretch. And uh, we're going to stretch with Jake Browning at number five. One-point underdog to Indianapolis. Uh, I mean, how long is this Colts thing going to keep going on? It's crazy. We all know they're in a crap division. They have a soft schedule. We've known that all season long. But then, like, you look this four-game winning streak, Carolina, New England, Tampa Bay, Tennessee, and now they get Jake Browning. It's just so ridiculous. It's going to end at some point. I'm trying not to overreact to what we saw on Monday night because there will certainly be adjustments, but he does have those dynamic weapons on the outside, and we saw a lot of that with Chase the other night. So Jake Browning is number five most bettable backup for me. Number four, insert Patriots quarterback. Is it Zappy? <laughs> Do we know if it's Zappy? Is it Mac Jones? Does it matter? I just know that the Pittsburgh Steelers and Mitchell Trubisky are six-point favorites, which is like, yeah. I know, I know. It's the Patriots offense. It's the worst in the world. It's terrible, but Mitchell Trubisky is laying six. How do you look in a half against Arizona? Arizona on Sunday. It was awful. All he did was uh, score a garbage-time touchdown when it was 24-3 to and like four minutes left in that game. I just, you know, out of principle, cannot lay six points with Mitchell Trubisky. So I put in Patriots quarterback Zappy at number four. Number three, uh, let's go dog again. You're going to see that as a trend here on my list. I'm going Bethard. Getting word yesterday that it's high ankle, even though there were also reports, hey, maybe Trevor Lawrence could actually play in this game. I'm not buying it on a short week. And they said the magic word, high ankle. That tells me he's he's not playing. And we're getting three points 
at Cleveland. You know, Beathard does have experience. He's played in 30 games. He has 12 starts under his belt. And with no reps, no prep, he came into that game on Monday night. He looked pretty darn good. So uh, getting three against maybe a worse quarterback, I would say. I, I think people are maybe going a little bit too far with what's going on with the Browns situation. But in a vacuum, maybe I'd rather have Beathard. So uh, I'll take Beathard in the three points. Number two, another dog. This backup is named Aiden O'Connell, getting three points at home against the Vikings. So it sounds like it's going to be Dobbs, even though we don't have official word. I mean, the Vikings were contemplating Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall. That's how bad Dobbs was in his four interception game against the Bears. Both teams are coming off by Vegas really good, man, at home. Well, they've won four of five games at home this season, so getting three points. Yeah, Jefferson uh, looks like he's going to be returning, but, hey, you know, kind of has Devontae Adams, not too shabby. My number one most bettable quarterback backup in week 14, this guy's getting about a touchdown, and I'm surprised. And Ed laid it out how the Packers have been one of the luckiest teams that we've seen. Tommy DeVito who stole Tyrod's job. I can't believe I'm saying it. The most bettable backup quarterback, Tommy DeVito in the Giants getting six and a half. I see a seven out there as well. Uh, man, they, they are coming off a bye. They're coming off back-to-back wins. Spot-wise, I get why the line is what it is because the Packers just beat the Lions. They just beat the Chiefs on Sunday night football. But really, not, now we've come so far that the Packers <laughs> – are laying a touchdown on the road. No, 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 no. Give me Tommy DeVito and the Giants. So wow. there's a list. Browning at five, Zappy or whichever quarterback. Four, Becker three, <laughs> O'Connell two, DeVito one. Could we do an insert name wow. here for any one of these five, like yes. with the Patriots? Like <laughs> That might be. You know, there were a few games I was looking at. I'm like, I really don't know who's going to be. Like the Jets. Who's going to be we the quarterback? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. they're they're. I had struggled with that too, so just kind of car out here as well. Uh, that's I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So I thought about Zappy, but gosh, thing is, the don't have any for him. Their roster is horrible. So I mm-hmm. I ended up leaving Zappy out. At number five, the Browns are three point favorites, and I think Flacco can help. Cleveland once again he's a veteran he's spreading the ball around he after some shaky starts from PJ Walker and DTR I think you know Flacco can keep the good times rolling for at least one more game um so I think Flacco deserves to be on this list then at number four I don't really know who the quarterback's gonna be but if it is Dobbs I mean, he was the talk of the town for a while. Maybe he can go back to his winning ways and give this team a spark. The thing that I like about this situation, no matter who the backup is, at least there are some weapons. Whereas with the Patriots, I just think that roster is so bad. It doesn't matter who is in there. That that backup quarterback is just is going to struggle. There's just no help for the guy. However, Dobbs has some weapons. I trust the head coach. And 
I think the Vikings are better than the Raiders. So if it is Dobbs, I love in the this well hasn't always been pretty but somehow Gardner Minshew has kept the Colts in the playoff line I don't know how he's five and three as a starter this season he has seven interceptions in eight games I really don't know how he's getting this done but he is making the best of the situation he's able to improvise he's able to get the ball downfield sometimes mind you there are some interceptions that come with it but uh, I'll I'll go with the Gardner Minshew for the Colts minus one. However, maybe some will say I'm cheating here, but I do give the edge to Jake Browning. This is a one point spread, so I'm going Jake Browning as my. What number is two. this? <laughs> yes. Oh, what is that? <laughs> with a one point because spread? it's a it's a one point spread i th- i think i would bet jake browning but i don't think you're wrong if you want to go with gardner Minshew. it's probably going to be a close game jake brown coming off that impressive overtime win over the jags uh and in his two starts he's completing 80 percent of his passes so i give the edge to jake number one right wait mm-hmm. for it are you ready no Jameis winston and his crab legs getting the start. I think he should get the start over Derek Carr. Why even play Derek Carr in his like 5 million injuries right now? Especially, this is more about the Panthers. I don't think it really matters who plays because the Panthers are so bad. So I think you might as well just play Jameis Winston. Forget about the money you paid Carr. Just forget about Carr. He has not been impressive. The guy just keeps getting banged up. And Carr, you can plug him in. There's a reason he has a backup now, but I think he's a serviceable one. And I have confidence because it's a four and a half point spread and they're playing the Panthers. So Winston, Browning, Minshew, Dobbs, and Flacco. You know, I have a question here. So <laughs> if you're number three and your number two are playing in the exact same game against each other, uh, how do you bet on that exactly? So I thought the exercise was we're helping the people decide who is the most bettable quarterback this week. So yeah, it's a like I said, it's a one point spread. So if you think you're wrong, either way, I give the edge personally to Browning. Okay, cool. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, right. move on. So as How I, about that? As I, uh... <laughs> I don't know where to. I don't know where to go with that. I have no clue. Go Sonics, I guess. Uh, yeah, the thing with this is that okay, okay there yeah. there are five. Yes, that is the exercise. Uh, but at number five, I wouldn't necessarily make this bet in terms of backing him. There probably is to bet on this game, but number five, I have Joe Flacco of the Browns, and this really is a toss up to me in terms of what my model is saying. You know, a coin flip, really. Uh, slightest fraction, though, about 50% between this battle of backups. I'll, I'll give it to uh, Flacco here, but I don't necessarily know if this is a bet that I would recommend as far as backing him in some way, shape, or form. But look, he played well in his first game with Cleveland. He proved once and for all that play calling and play design in the Jets, that set him up for failure. Uh, but that's not the case here in Cleveland. They are a good bit more competent as far as an offensive franchise goes. Uh, and look, 
and we're going to be talking about this a good bit. This is a quintessential bad weather game. So even if Flacco doesn't have to do very much, maybe he does just enough as a game manager for the Browns to win this game outright. So I think at number five, it's appropriate. Number four, I have Josh Dobbs of the Minnesota Vikings. At least Aaron and I agreed Mm. on number four and number five here. Way more comfortable about everybody from four up, so that matters. Uh, This one is beyond a coin flip for me. As long as Dobbs still has scrambling ability, I think that gives him a decent floor. And I think this is important for any mobile quarterback. As long as that athleticism still exists, then it can't be that bad. A pocket passer who throws a ton of interceptions, no, get out of the league. But at least someone who can get out of the pocket or gain a bunch of yards with his legs, I think that at least gives you a puncher's chance in a lot of football games. Dobbs is 129 rushing yards over expected on scrambles, 60 more than any other quarterback, success rate close to 65% or seventh highest. And yeah, Raiders can contain some runs, but they've struggled against mobile quarterbacks and they are susceptible to giving up intermediate passes. Number three, Jake Browning of the Cincinnati Bengals. Deeply psychological analysis of yours truly says the Colts are due for regression to the mean and Browning can be the beneficiary. Look, most of his throws will remain short so that Jamar Chase is the one doing the heavy lifting, but also Browning is really big in the quick game. 59% of his throws happen in less than two and a half seconds from snap to pass. The second highest rate with at least 70 dropbacks among all quarterbacks. He's only trailing Tua Tagovailoa in this department. So there is that. Colts have been good defending the quick game, but they will over-defend at least a few times. I think Browning can take advantage of that. Number two, Jameis Winston. More strength of opponent more than anything else. To beat Jameis, you probably need effective blitzes, but I am not expecting the Panthers to do that very well. They have the lowest pressure rate when blitzing among all defenses in football. So Winston will beat this blitz, and he will be just fine. And then number one, Mitch Trubitsky. Again, it is more oh my God. opponent than me trying to give Bears fans war flashbacks. I promise I'm not trolling it anyone sucks. in the Windy City. No matter the Patriots quarterback, they are last or near last in every key passing metric. Trubitsky can just hang 10 points and they will win the game. That's all you need to know. So it's will they cover? Winston, Browning, Dobbs, and Flacco. Yeah, sure. They will cover here. They don't have to do very much. Give me a 13-0 game. Nice and stable. You might be right. They could score 10 and cover six. (laughs) That's how bad it is with the Patriots right now. So you guys basically agree on everything is what I see. Right? Uh, But you're the naysayer. Except my two and three. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I have questions out. about the process. Uh, even now, <laughs> I, even now, I still have questions nope. about the process. Uh, that's a bit wow. Maybe my it's list, a stay away is your takeaway. They're my even. list is wildly different than your guys. Uh, you guys had four, <laughs> four of the five, the exact same players, and uh, the mm-hmm. only one all three of us had was Brownie, which is crazy to think a week ago. And we're imagine saying that. Bias. I yeah. know we are. We are a little bit. Yeah, but. But 100%. also, he has more help. Like some of mm-hmm. these quarterbacks don't have any help. Exactly. I think that was the biggest factor that I considered is which of these teams have help. And that's why I just couldn't get Bailey Zappi onto the list. It's just, he has no help it's out bad. there. It's bad. Yeah. It, like in reality, how many of these would I bet? Probably top three. Mm-hmm. I'm not betting. 
I'm not betting Zappy tomorrow or whichever guys bum is playing. <laughs> Malik Cunningham, whatever. I'm not betting it. Probably not going to bet Browning, but those top few, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fair. And there are probably props there that probably get a little bit more granular that we'd like. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we're going off the board right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Ed Egros, Aaron Hawksworth with you. And we have to bring on our esteemed colleague, Jake Hassan, for this one because <laughs> his ex who has been an ex for quite some time, but she gets more play on this show than Jake himself does. We love to mention Madison on this show. Don't know her last name. Don't know what she looks like, but she's basically famous on the BetQL network at this point. And one Jake Hassan got a text from her last Mm. night. So we need an update, Jake. What is going on? The way... So let me just paint a picture for the people here. I'm minding my business. It's like let's let's see what the timestamp is. Let's just let's go back just for a second here. And when when is just, the last time you've spoken with this woman or texted oh, or whatever? I mean, it's been months. I mean, it's been at least five or six months since was, we even since whoa. we there was even contact. Was the last and she saw her at the bar? Up? The no, the last, oh, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. even contact was I saw her across the room at the bar. The last like right. conversation we had was uh, a phone call may have been made by one of us, hard to say who, and one of us you. may have gotten chewed out. Um, yeah, but oh, wow. so that's what makes this even crazier. The last time we talked was mm. I may have made a bad decision, and I may have gotten the "What do you want?" and then the ju- like "Leave me alone," and then deleted everything like we did the block everything so i'm minding my business and then a text comes at 5 34 p.m yesterday middle like middle of the evening like on a tuesday on a tuesday and it's just (laughs) and i don't have her number saved like i went back i got rid of every conversation like i deleted an old kickball group chat that she was in just to make just like save myself and save other people from like any possible issues so this number pops up and it's literally a picture of game of thrones on the screen and it just says my friends are making me get into game of thrones kill me and it's i'm like okay this person clearly knows me like because that's my entire thing so they know who they're like this is like because at first i thought it was spam i thought it was just like an automated but i was just going to delete it and then i saw what it was i was like okay i must know this person so then I don't have the number saved. So I'm, I look up the area code. It's a Cincinnati area code. And I'm like, oh, no. so my first thought uh, was it was a friend of a friend, this guy who I know through a friend of mine who I've hung out with a couple times. So I texted my friend. I'm like, hey, is this so-and-so's number? Because I know he's going to be in town this week. He had already hit me up on Twitter, like seeing what I was doing this weekend. And he, my friend responds, no, that's not him. No idea. So I'm like, 
who could this possibly be? Then I thought it might be one of my sister's friends because she famously goes to school in Columbus. So I'm like, that's, and then it hit me like, I like the light bulb went off. I'm like, there's no way. And like, I'm texting my friends and I texted one of my friends. I go, there's no way she would text me right now. Right. And my one friend goes, I don't know why she would. And I go, okay. So I text another friend and I'm like, Hey, do you still have Madison's number? And she goes, yeah. I go, is this it? And she goes, yep, that sure is. And my jaw hit the floor. Like I, I don't know what to do. Like, not that I don't know what to do. I just like my brain. I'm stunned. I'm floored because not only did you respond, did you, I have not responded. It's still just oh. sitting there because it's like it's so stupid. Because now she's gonna I, want you even more. I know the response. That I we need. famously, I have a feeling I know what you guys are all gonna say. I famously have a friend in town visiting me, staying with me this week, and so I'm like hey. reading. And the day before, we're like talking about how none of us like, and we were with another friend, how none of us talk to our exes, like, and don't want to. <laughs> And then this happens 24 right. hours later. And like yesterday Did you was tell the girl. So yesterday you? was like the ex? one day this week that like we didn't hang out because she had other plans with another friend. So I'm just like sitting here like what? What do we did? I manifest this like in some reverse jinx type of situation. It's so bizarre. It's so weird. And it's just like wh- I mean, she, she's why? sitting there watching the show. I don't think it's made up. I think she's just sitting no. with her friends. She's watching the show. She's bored out of her mind, and she knows like you were all the way in on it. And this is a way to kind of well, to not reach only out, that, but also take we a tried shot to watch it together. Like we tried to watch That's it together. Why. She hated it after one season and like right. bailed. So I'm like, like okay, she's like kind of joking, but. but. Yeah. I, I've seen this playbook before. It's like, it. here we go. Yeah. Here we it's go. just like, just like, I think the kids call it breadcrumbing. Like, you just, you know, she wants a little attention, throw it back out there. Yeah. Is she feeling a little FOMO? I don't know. Maybe word is out on the street that Jake's got, you know, someone else in town with him. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how she would. She's not on Twitter. And Did you delete her from Instagram? Yes. Like, Oh wow! So she didn't see the Hawaii pics and yeah, as I say, Hawaii right. FOMO, nothing. Yeah, but so she, I thought could that she too. have like through friends? Like, could she have done a little investigating like through another yeah. account? For sure. I mean, I suppose, but like, I don't know how she would even have heard that the Hawaii trip was happening. I mean, is she? Did you post about the Hawaii trip on Twitter? This matters. Like uh, protected tweets. I did, but she does. As far as I know, when we were dating, at least she didn't have Twitter. Oh. Something seems a little too coincidental, but sometimes women like the they can sense when their exes are moving on. Like maybe she just got this little vibe, like I need to reach out to Jake. Hail Mary, Jakey. But you know what? We all know what the response has to be, right? Just like the message. Just the Jake. Oh, did oh, oh. Just like the message. <laughs> or, like dislike. or dislike. Well, my is up. Jake disliked the, my message yesterday. Thumbs I up. I did, I did dislike your message. <laughs> yeah. I think the like would be hilarious. I kind of just want to keep ignoring it and see like how mad she gets if she gets mad enough to double text. No. Do the question. Yes. Mark. And like a Do month from now, it's like, hey, sorry, missed this. Great show. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> Yeah. 
Not only that. I mean, it, you could have done. You could do the honest response, which is, "Who is this?" You had no idea. Oh, that's that's true. And then she knows that you deleted everything. That's fair. Vicious. <laughs> I think because you should I could, send a Game of Thrones gif back and kind of flirt. Well, with I'm like also wondering King. if, for some reason, because like to Aaron's point of like maybe she did try to like maybe she heard about something somehow of like my trip or something, went to go look at my Instagram, saw that yeah. she can't, and then did the, okay, let's see if my number is all, and, like. And the show pops up, dumb. like you're, you're like, you're between her ears lately. I'm, so I'm owning real like, estate there. I, and, and vice versa. Oh, Tani's versa. about to sign somewhere. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh man, she yeah. loves Tani. Love Craig Kimball's going to be New York. last check. Oh, like, what about New York? She's about like, her. Madison's better than New York. No, no evidently is not. not. Cincinnati is not. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure that I, Madison didn't make. A I'd mistake. hit her with a John Snow gift. Keep it. Moving. No, there, there's no way she made a mistake because it's too specific. Right, it's way too specific. There's okay. no mistake. Fair enough. Yeah, because there was a picture included. Like she had to go through like it's effort. She went into the effort of taking the picture of the TV, mm. proof that she's watching the show, and then the follow up. Like, oh, my friends are making me watch this. Like it's too yeah it's too specific. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just gonna ignore her and see if she gets mad enough to yeah. double text. And not only did Madison reach out, also while I'm in Hawaii, I get a message from yeah. Uber Girl who famously swindled me from you know game respect game. It happens. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. She hits me up blatantly. She's like, we should go on a date soon. I was like, Whoa. what? You, oh, was all like, you got to respond to that is, what is going I was like, on? What are we doing here? Like, it's got to be the Hawaii trip. Broke? Like, all these girls I'm wish telling they you. That girl doesn't follow me something. on anything either. Yeah. I, her, her seeing the Hawaii trip is even more unlikely than Madison seeing it in my Kids opinion. It's on a heater. So, it's remind me, Hawaii. Uber girl is the one that Proud you pinned you. on the glass. Is that what? Outside? What did you just say? Oh. I heard a pee on the glass. Yeah. I hope that's not what I heard. Two o'clock. Makeout girl is different. Oh no, that was no. I feel like that makeout was a separate girl. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah, Jason. different makeouts. Yeah, different, different, different incidents. Starting rotation. <laughs> different incidents. You need to go get tested. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so that's been my uh that's been my last couple days. Uh and uh, yeah, I, like Paul said, Stay kind of a heater. It's good for the ego. I'm oh, not gonna yeah. lie, I feel so hot wow. right now. Guys like six it's five so there. Yeah. Dude, it needs to be the summer. The Why is pre-workout, so Jake? <laughs> Why are you on fire in December? It's usually summer. I don't know. It can, it can be both. These girls are cold and lonely. Yeah, cold and lonely. Yeah. <laughs> Uncuffed. Do you think Uber girl is broke and just wants a couple of bucks and wants like a free meal? If she's broke, free she's meal. coming to the wrong place. Yeah. They just know. went to Hawaii. No, though. but, but no, they dollars. know how she expensive got, Hawaii got a free Uber is. out yes. of it. Like maybe you're going to pay for another date. Like go back to the well. I mean, that's very no. specific. Hey, we should go on a date soon. Yeah, that was wild. Oh. That one was a straight yeah, Go on a date. I mean, yeah. yeah. And you've uh -huh. never been on a date with that one, right? No. Yeah, and won't be. What was the story? Double date and or like how how did you guys end up in an Uber together? Oh, you met. Kinks and minds. Oh, they start making out minds. and then met in, met in the wild. <laughs> used them for yeah. Uber he was trying to close yep. the deal. That's right. And the friend right, was being right. annoying. My mother listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jackie. 
Yeah, great. Can't wait to get that text later. <laughs> now you mentioned that. Right. How many You're people are coming to Christmas? <laughs> Hey, so just to, re- just to recap for my mother, my ex texted me yesterday. The girl that swindled me for an Uber also asked me out on a date, kind of. And also there's some- somebody staying with me for the next five days. Living in sin. Woo! Unbelievable. Get the good shine already, Jack. Incredible. <laughs> Get the family tree out. Yeah. So, oh, man. Really fun turn of events stuff, for me. Man. All right, so I'm just going to ignore, right? That's think that's going to be the play. I would respond uh, just for the content on the Oh, show. I like the thumbs up. I would definitely. The thumbs, up's the, play. The, the thumbs up is tempting. I'm not going to lie. It's no. really tempting. I kind of want you to open the door again, selfishly. Send a Game of Thrones <laughs> gift back. Flirt with her. Well, I mean, you could go You could go super villain and be like, yeah, you want to rewatch it sometime? Just to, like, dangle With a person carrot? in my home for the next five days? What are you nuts? Not this week. Future. Future considerations. Me and my girl I would, would lo- like to system. watch it with you. <laughs> I would love it if you sent like a like a screen cap of, of you talking into that microphone and on the bottom it's like Madison checks in or something like that from <laughs> that Jersey. Would be great. Oh, that would be yes. awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the content. Yes. This is BQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, latest line moves and injury news on the week 14 NFL card right here on the BetQL Network.